This is called the Rabbit Podcast. This is Ryan. And this is Wayne. We are being consistent. Second time that we've met. Very good. Um, last week I was going to work on Guardian. Or, I don't, we're not sure on the name yet. Guardians. We like guard, Guardian, Guard, something in there. Okay. So uh, I started working on that. I hooked up the, the microcomputer, ran code on it, had it do stuff. So it was exciting. Next, I'm working on uh, exploring like what port gets connected to the RFID chip itself and how that's going to work, and then um, how to increase the range. Hmm. So uh, it's it's not frustrating. It's just, it's really taxing mentally because you're so used to doing things that have an outcome and not like you're going down a path that you may not go down at all. Right. But just from the standpoint of, like, I don't have any experience with this, so I need to explore what my options are and see what would be prudent or what the best uh, idea is as far as, like, how to build it and do iterations on stuff like that. I haven't touched Realm. Um, I'm still in the process of adjusting my schedule for, like, gym in the middle of the day instead of at night and then switching all my tasks to nighttime. So are you, do you feel like you're going to be more consistent doing the gym during the daytime? Yeah, because it guarantees that it happens. Mm-hmm. Because at nighttime, it could happen. doesn't necessarily mean it happens all the time. So I'd rather make a decision to do something consistently than convenience. Right. So that way I work an extra hour or something when I get home, um, and it's not, not a big deal. Um, so work's been going well, um, kind of setting into the rhythm. Um, and just the other time, like, I used to schedule tasks at a specific time. So the latest iteration, or I guess improvement of my process, is every morning at 7.30 I have a task to take um, these five tasks, like the Realm, the RFID thing, uh the MIT classes, uh, the Did Unreal. Did you start your MIT classes? Uh-huh. I have. I'm not through the first lesson, but I did start it. What do you think about it so far? I think it's really cool. I mean, they're really forward-thinking. They're using Python to teach programming, which I agree with. It's a really good entry-level language. You can get as crazy or basic as you want to, whereas prior to that, it was Java. So you just spend a lot of time on structure and code with newbies that don't understand why something is there. It's it's a more legible language. Hmm. Python is. So uh, I did start that. um, And then just my task is just to take those and spread them out over the day when you can do them because every day is different. So that's the first thing I do is kind of get your head together and organize your day. Um, You know, like we had lunch today, so I had to move some things around. Because you still kind of maintain consistency in doing something, but then having a healthy respect to every day stands on its own. Right. Um, so that's been going better. Uh, I'm getting more into the realm mentally as far as preparing myself to jump back in. Um, but I think the realization is, like I worked on the RFID thing the other day because I had 30 minutes to kill before we were going to go do something. And in my mind, I... A lot of the times I say, well, that's not enough time because you can't get in the zone that fast. But just training myself 
to just do it, right? You're only going to do it 30 minutes. doesn't matter. Like, the outcome of the work doesn't have to be something, but the goal is the 30 minutes. You know, I um, one of the things that I do is on my way home from work, a lot of times I'm tempted to justify just zoning out because mm-hmm. it's been a long day, I'm tired. Um, I'll just turn on the radio to whatever and just let my mind roam free. And um, <clears throat> some days you need to do that, but um, more more lately what I've been doing is turning the radio off and uh, thinking about a particular dilemma that I'm having with portion of the writing that I'm mm-hmm. doing and just thinking about it mm-hmm. just think that's all okay there's one snag that I've got how do I fix that and just think 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 and that's um, that's been really interesting mm-hmm. um, how it gets you gets you going but that decision that you make to choose mm-hmm. not to do one thing and then to do something that is going to take some mental effort. Um, it's it's interesting how how you can actually um, change your whole mm-hmm. attitude, your and even to some degree an energy level because mm-hmm. you start thinking about something and you start thinking, "Whoa, okay, hey, that's kind of yeah." I was tired a minute ago, but now I'm starting to think about this dilemma that I'm struggling with in my writing and. Uh, Wow. Okay. So I think it's the same thing with the with what I was doing with Cosmopod. I was just like, I'm going to start a company. What does that mean? Hmm. You know, like you're saying, like actively pursuing a thought and putting action behind it. Right. Instead of just, I want to write a book. Okay. Well, what does that mean? And I think a lot of us, when you when it comes down to having that hard that hard um, question. Okay, how are you going to get there? That's not something that we want to talk about. Right. It's like, I want to be a basketball player. Okay, well, how many times a week are you going to practice? I don't want to think about that. I just want to be a basketball player. So when I think about, I'm going to start a business, I think it's coming from more of a child viewpoint to an adult. As a child, or when I'm younger in my mindset, as far as being more immature, I'm thinking, these are my dreams and... I don't have limits, and I do whatever I want to. And it's like, okay, you can think that way, and your world is very, um, you know, all candy and love and amazing things, instead of saying, well, you know, you do have limits. You have physical limits, and you have, like, uh, geographical limits. Maybe you only live in this place that doesn't have Internet, or things like that, like evaluating how you're going to, exist and work within those confines. And you have to stop to think about you know that you're going to encounter obstacles. Mm-hmm. Or do you? Or are you just in this dream world about yes. what you're going to do? And um, so what I'm really saying is, yes, you are going to have obstacles. Get ready for them. Yes. Um, not, And if you're ready for them, it's not that you'll know what to do when they come, but at least you'll know they're going to come and mm-hmm. you'll expect them and hopefully you won't let that, you know, throw you into a ditch. Yes. But you'll say, okay, these these things are going to happen. It, it's uh, it's going to require some tenacity, some work. So. 
Well, and it's a, it's an interesting thought experiment because I think back on my life, and you know, I you know when I wrote my theory on superconductivity, I had no physics background. Rereading it, I can see there's tons of holes, but it's an expression of of a dream or an excitement about something. But then you need to couple that expression or excitement or passion with real reality and limitations instead of what you choose to do as a child is have this sense of like you know suspended disbelief that that's not possible for me to fail and that's you know sky's the limit i can do whatever i want to the reality of the situation is that you can't do whatever you want to right and the danger sign for a person who continues in that dream world if you've ever listened to somebody and and you you want to ask them okay so who have you shared this with and have you sought help or Mm -hmm. sought advice or sought some way of uh, bringing this about other than you just sitting in your room Mm -hmm. and doing this all on your own and that's not to be a negative Nancy thing but that's just to call it on the carpet of like how serious are you about doing what you're going to do because like I I told my wife there's talk and there's doing She's much more action than words. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had to learn how to, before I tell her something, to really put action into it. And with good reason. Because if you're not, if you're just going to talk about something but you're just not going to do it, you need to evaluate why you're talking about it. Right. Are you trying to impress someone? Are you trying to impress yourself? Are you trying to validate feelings of inadequacy? What is going on there that you need to discover? But I've, no, I've noticed in my life, if you just spend that time and thought on something that is real and that you're going to do, it's much better. Forget the rest of it. It doesn't matter, right? If you're never going to get to it, don't put it on your to-do list. But if you're really serious about doing something, make time for it and right. do it. And you're the only, like, I, you, I get tired of saying, oh, man, I, I should have done that or I should have done this. You did exactly what you wanted to do. Right. You made the time for the things that are important in your life. It's just whether you're willing to call it what it is or not. And right. I feel like a lot of our lives are wrapped up in this, you know, your feet are in two places of your suspended disbelief, because there's a place for that as far as dreaming and, and having that creative side. But then there's that other logical side that stops you from doing things. But if you can use them together, it can actually put a plan in place to do what it is you're trying to do. Right. Like I knew the RFID thing. I can't just connect something to a, have a finished product in a day. Well, what is the thing that you can do? And even more, more aligning with what you're saying about writing is what I've done with Cosmopod. Like I want to start a business. I don't know what it is. I don't know who my market is, but I know what technology I'll use because it's what I'm good at. And I know that's it. <laughs> so, like you're saying, of spending that time when you're driving in traffic, really thinking and pondering over and, and creating tangibles out of intangibles as right. far as thoughts. And so it's like, spend the time brainstorming. Now whittle it down. Now brainstorm again. And I think it just comes down to the, to the old saying of, you've got to put in the work. And if you're not going to put it in, you're not going to reap any benefits. And for me, I needed to have other people enter into the picture mm-hmm. with me. Um, for instance, uh, two nights ago, I got together with Mark Shaver, 
who's uh, who's an author, mm-hmm. and uh, he and I talked, and he's written several books, and he's he's been kind of a model for me for persistence because mm-hmm. he's hung in there and he's done it, um, and uh, we talked, and he shared with me some thoughts, and actually gave me a a template that I can use. Nice. For the book, he says it's really kind of cool because it's uh, the template is you just pour your words that you're writing into it, and it and it uh, the template kind of sets it up in a two-page format like you would have in a book, and it it looks like the written page that you'll eventually have once you finish it. And I thought that's kind of cool, but he's also been uh, even more importantly, he's been a um, sounding board. Mm-hmm. And and, uh, and and I think you need that. I think the the uh, I've I've struggled at different points in my life with with having a touch with reality about certain things, and you need some people to have you grounded, keep you grounded, ask you the hard questions, um, and and then when you get discouraged, you also need them to come alongside and say, "Hey, don't quit, man. This is important to you, right? Mm-hmm. Just hang in there." Um, and it's just easy sometimes to hide in the shadows and just not raise your hand and say, this is what I'm going to do. Because then when things go don't go so well, mm-hmm. uh, nobody knows because you mm-hmm. never shared it with anybody. And mm-hmm. so nobody knows that you were setting off to do something great because you never spoke up. And the reason you didn't spe- speak up is because you didn't have enough faith in yourself that you were going to be able to pull it off. Yeah. And so you covered your you covered your bases, but actually you sabotaged your own success by doing so. Yeah, and and that's unfortunate. So I would say you know the persistence, the hard work, and everything else, but just the reality check of having people around you who can be the sounding board, who can inject wisdom, who can ask hard questions, and who can also encourage you is crucial mm-hmm. for your success. Um, we just were not created whole. Yeah that we are able to cover all the bases. Frankly, we need each other, you know, to to go places with uh, and when you think about the technology that you're using, sometimes we don't we don't talk about it for the most part, but you're really standing on the shoulders of other people who've created the technology that you're using to create something else. Mm-hmm. That's what we're always doing. Mm-hmm. We're always we're not we're not creating dirt. We're mm-hmm. we're are creating something that uh, from nothing. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You're creating something from something somebody else has already created. You're using the tools that they've developed in order to create what you're trying to to make come about. And uh, so, you know, on the one hand, you you go to the books, you 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 learn these different things from people who've developed that. But then you have people in your life, like you know, for you and me, to be able to share, to talk. I don't know anything about programming, okay? Mm-hmm. And you know that already. But um, I still think I can be an encouragement to you and as as much as I'm able to ask some questions that may sound reasonably intelligent, mm-hmm. but um, not certainly not like somebody who's on the same level as you are. But uh, Well, and at times it's refreshing to have someone that's not an expert in right. something. In my field, I have a lot of expert people that it's not that it gets boring. It's just that it's always met with, oh, no, that's not true. That's not possible. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. To where I've gotten to the point where when I get 
with people like that, they have their place of offering that advice. You know, you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt at times. But my my thing that I will tell them is, how many businesses have you run? And if the answer is zero, <laughs> then I know where to gauge right. what I'm hearing, right? So, I mean, th- running a business isn't all about technology or being the expert or doing all these other things. Some of it, most of it, is hard work. And most of it is things that aren't sexy and that aren't fun. And that's what I'm noticing with these things. Of like, I want to do the really cool stuff. But to get to the really cool stuff, I have to do the really boring stuff that seems stupid. Because it's foundational to what you're trying to build or do or whatever. But it's good to talk to people like you and you to people like me. That I'm outside of the writer's circle, you're outside of the coder's circle. So having those ideas be validated as oh, I think that programming thing sounds really cool, whereas in my community it's super basic. Mm-hmm. Whereas me saying, oh, that twist or turn in that character plot or how that character changed, that seems really cool, whereas maybe in your community it's basic. Yeah. And I and I think, you know, on a basic level, we do share a lot in common. We both have dreams. Mm-hmm. We both know that whatever we're going to accomplish, if it's going to be worth anything, and there's going to be struggle. There's going to be difficult times there's going to be long periods of of steep climbs mm-hmm. um, and um, we both have different weaknesses and strengths some of them may be the same but there's also different ones and like for me um, I have said this before I've just never really been consistent I haven't been good about um, I've I've quit too soon sometimes instead of hanging in there and really, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and really uh, putting in the perspiration time with an idea or something even though I don't know where I'm going with it it was all always too easy for me to just say well I don't I don't mm-hmm. know I just just you know table it and uh, that was that was the wrong answer um, and so I'm noticing more and more people around me, whether it's at work or you or some others, who I admire for what they're doing in the way of reaching out for their dreams. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of younger guys at work that uh, um, I've kind of watched their career path, and they've jumped from different jobs within the company, but they're they're still working at it. And I've seen them sweat, and I've seen them struggle over stuff, but they're still working at it. And I, I just really admire that. So I, um, and it's an encouragement to me to not quit mm-hmm. on the note that, well, I just, I can't do this. No. Um, mm-hmm. Decide what you're going to do, but then realize that whatever it's going to be, it's it's going to take some persistence and hard work. And so, and I don't care how old you are. Yeah. Um, I've got plenty of people that are retired at this point who are doing, I don't know what they're doing half the time. But um, I just want to continue to learn. But I think one of the greatest things that I've learned in recently is, is just the benefit of persistence. Mm-hmm. This thing with the writing. I, I came, I started this thing so many years ago and it's still going on and on. And I remember... As I look back, there have been many points at which I stopped. 
Mm -hmm. I said, I, I don't know where to go with this. Or I, I just don't know how to create what I'm thinking of here. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, so what I should have done is I should have asked somebody. Yeah, or gone back to why you started it or... Right. But not to quit just because it got hard. Mm -hmm. And uh, because I didn't know where to go next. You know? Or you get stuck. Something uh, something that I had to get over and that has been a struggle for me for probably a good share of my life is just the um, n not wanting to reveal weakness. Mm -hmm. Not wanting to uh, show that I don't know what the next step is. Um, and, and there's pride there. Okay? Everybody everybody goes through periods of time when they don't know something and they have to learn. We're, we're, we're all that way. Yes. So what's the big deal? What is it that that is at work inside of you that makes you feel like you've got to know what the next step is before you take it? Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to have the freedom to fail. Well, um, and realizing that you're going to, um, and like even with this podcast, right? It's like 37 episodes, representative of over a year, right? Because we've missed here and there. If you look at it and you listen to all of them, you may realize, like, oh man, I mean, they don't make as much progress as you would think. Yeah. But I think it's more of a reflection of how life really happens. And I think a lot of the times, like if I wanted to do a success, like, shot to the top, then I would have built something first and then done that over the course of years and then had a series of podcasts where I talked about everything, like it was just cut and dry, very easy. But I think it's a better representation to give a reflection of what really happens. Yeah, and you know, as I'm, as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about how many movies have you seen that are uh, true stories about somebody who um, rose up and conquered some particular thing. And obviously within an hour and a half to two hours of a movie, you're not going to see all the grit mm -hmm. and the sweat and the, and the long days and yep. years of waiting and whatever. Um, and what really happened? Yeah, what really happened? You get the abbreviated version, and and the guy wins in the end. He rises to the top, becomes the champion, and all that. Uh, and they show you little vignettes of various struggles and different people in the person's life and whatever to just kind of build the suspense and and the, the characterization of the people and all. And that's all good. But if you try to overlay that onto your own life. Your life is not a two-hour movie. Mm -hmm. It's a whole lot more drawn out, and there's a whole lot more times of just waiting mm -hmm. and sweating and working at things and wondering, am I on the right path or not? Yes. And getting negative feedback from people and having tragedies happen in your life. And it all sounds like a really sad story that yeah. I, I don't think I want to tune into this one. But that is life. Yeah. And um, it's... Um, it is long and it is hard, mm -hmm. but uh, it can be profitable. But that depends on you, and and everybody's different. So, well, and it's much better. Like I like the product of myself, you know, more than any of the products that I've worked on 
uh, things will continue to progress. Uh, I think in the, running a startup, it starts at an even keel, and then it may pop up exponentially. Um, like with this stuff, I may make a lot of progress, and then you make a little progress, and then you make a lot of progress, and then you have times of nothing. It, it just runs the gamut, but understanding that what's changed in the process is not really the product, or it's just it's more of yourself. And so, like, where I am today, you know, at 34 years old, as compared with where I was when I was 20, or just, it's night and day. Like, at this point in my career, I've put my nose to the grindstone and become successful in a field where I'm not degreed. Uh, there's a lot of people more qualified than me, but I've become successful because of how I've positioned myself to receive critical critiques, um, chance at learning opportunities, right, that are difficult to navigate, but saying, no, I'm going to learn from this, I'm going to do better. Not only am I going to not suck here, <laughs> that will be a, a shining achievement, right? I'm going to be so good at this that it's just going to knock it out of the park. So like with that mentality, you can't fail right. at that point. Um, and, and so how you, because I think we lose sight as creators, uh, we pay so much attention to the product that we forget that ourselves are a product as well. That's constantly evolving and changing and where you are now is much different than where you were when you were younger. Right. And some of the things that I can hear now today, I would have, would have been earth shattering when I was 20. You know, I wanted to go to MIT. I didn't get accepted. It destroyed, I, my future, it was gone. But is that the truth? No. You probably became more successful outside of MIT than if you would have gone, because if I would have gone, maybe I would have felt more entitled, and I would have not learned those lessons till later in life. Right. So. Interesting. Trying to separate myself from the product, like I am myself am different than the company that I'm trying to start, but also understanding that things take time, life goes slow at times, as long as you're being consistent, and that's why I've been stressing so much over the last couple of weeks for myself, be consistent. Don't worry about anything else. Just do it every day. Like that stupid thing that I did the other day, it was a win, right? I loaded code to the board. I ran it. It blinked a light. Programmers, coders, engineers will look at that and say, that is laughable that you find that to be an achievement. You literally cooked, connected something, clicked a button, and said go. But you don't lift, like, I don't have to live in their world. Like, I don't have to live in the world where if I'm not building Facebook, I'm not doing anything. Or, like, if you have a business that generates $300,000 a year of residual income that you didn't have to work for, why is that not amazing? Right. Right? Why is it just, well, if it's not a billion-dollar company, it's a joke? how do you even know if you'll want to run a billion dollar company? So getting through that mindset of like getting back to that wonderment, like that's why I started the realm based on a fiery imagination that wanted to dream big and that there are no limitations. That's why I started the realm to get back to that childlike fascination with cool stuff. And I'll do things with the realm. Why? Just because it's cool. I like it. Right. And realizing like what Steve Jobs said is, Choose not to live in other people's world. I'm butchering this, but I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> Choose not to live in other people's world. Instead, 
build your own world for other people to live in it. And if you take that mentality and that viewpoint that every person is unique, that you're going to make impacts on the world that no one else in the history or future will be able to make again, it'll give you a much more healthy respect for what your contribution is. Right. And maybe give yourself a break. Like, take it easy a little, right? Don't kill yourself because you didn't get these deadlines out that are only deadlines to yourself. Be consistent, yes, yeah. but don't beat yourself up, you know, if something went a different way. I think one of the things that I've had to do, and this has been kind of hard, and obviously I'm further down the road than you are, but um, I've, I've found that I, I've kind of surrounded myself with remnants of the past. Um, I mean, there's, some, there's, there's a place for memorabilia, for mm-hmm. nostalgia, certain you know, books that you've read that you love and you have it on your bookcase. Nothing wrong with that. Um, and and maybe diplomas are okay because they represent an achievement that you've made. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had to call into question a little bit of, of, of some of the things that I've retained just because there comes a point where you, you find that maybe you need to um, reignite something inside of you to maybe reinvent yourself mm-hmm. um, because what you've been doing is relying upon things of the past that no longer have relevance for where you're at today and again I, I'm not knocking you know putting certain things on the wall that represent past achievements and so forth but there ought to be something alongside of those things in your life to decorate the walls or your bookcases that represent where you're at and where you're moving today. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? You 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 don't want to be as they say resting on your laurels mm-hmm. for things that you've accomplished in the past. You're still alive and unless you're waiting for the the big bus to take you to the glory land, um, you, you know, you're still here. Mm-hmm. You ought to be there ought to be some things that you surround yourself with that represent the plan for forward movement to the next level. And if you don't see any of those things around you, then you have to ask a hard question. Am I living in the past? Am I putting things around me to protect me or to entertain me of, you know, past stuff? That, that's fine for the old folks home where you maybe can't do anything else anymore and you're basically just in survival mode if that's Mm -hmm. where you're at Um, but I've needed to reinvent myself Mm -hmm. and so there are some things that I really have to take a hard look at and just say okay what am I doing what am I surrounding myself with now that represents where I'm going from here Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how better to say it than that at this point but I've had to I've had to just kind of step back a little bit and uh, I realized that um, whether it's this thing with the writing that mm-hmm. I'm trying to do, um, I'm still working. What what should that look like right now for mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Am I if I'm not waiting to to retire from this job, which I'm not, then are there steps or things that I need to take to continue to learn there or to grow there? That's so important, just to continue to grow, to continue to feed things to your mind, Mm -hmm. um, to set goals. 
and uh, I'm and I, I would credit uh, at least in part this podcast for encouraging me to get to this point yeah because I, I think there's been a certain restlessness inside of me and, and that kind of got me going with let's get back on track with the book mm-hmm. let's um, let's think about what are you doing mm-hmm. how are you using your time I mean the podcast in and of itself is a product yeah it is it's uh, so it's and it's been wonderful I mean I've really um, don't really care who's listening anymore yeah. I, I used to but I don't now it's more about me just what am I learning from this mm-hmm. and a lot of the times it's not gonna the thing about the podcast with other people is it's almost dangerous to have other people listen to it because they're in a different point of their life right most of the people that are going to listen to this podcast maybe their friends maybe their family are a lot of them struggling with like this entrepreneurial nature of trying to like uh, be exactly our personalities and be exactly what we're trying to do? Probably not. I mean, I think people, what I've noticed from what, the feedback that I've gotten from people is the one thing that they really do and the thing that really inspired me to do this was uh, Justin Jackson. He does his podcast. The cool thing about how he does it is it's so raw and it's so real and it's just a reflection of this is where I'm at and it makes you it makes you identifiable. Like, for people to be able to identify with, ah, yes, I understand that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I was, that's the impetus of this entire process was the reflection of something that's real. That's why um, there have been weeks that go by that I don't want to do it because I haven't made any progress. Well, that is how things go in life. And you are working. That's a really big point. It's not that I run a business and my business sucks because it doesn't, you know, nothing's going as fast as it should. I work a 40 hour a week job just like you do. So you kind of have to fit this in after the fact. And I think a lot of people at this stage in their life for both of us, that's fallen by the wayside. Yeah. Right. There's not a lot of guys your age that are like, well, I guess I'll pick up writing. They've pretty much determined, and even my age, this is what it is. I have kids. I don't have hobbies. There's no passion. I just go to work. I make a check. I don't die. I keep in reasonable shape so I don't die so I can be around for my kids. The end. And so what my what I feel that this is becoming is more of a challenge for ourselves and other people if they choose to listen to it this also memorializes us after we're dead this will be around yeah so that's kind of a cool thing it's kind of a legacy situation right like tuesdays with maury yeah (laughs) but not as grim but the point that i'm making is it's more of a challenge to why why not write a book right yeah. Well, I'm older and I should be retiring. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. My life has never followed any type of blueprint, as I'm sure yours has as well. It's just that everybody's life is unique and different. Right. And so the decisions that I make or you make or the consequences or whatever happens in our lives is very unique to that special case. Mm-hmm. So just being inspired more to do something because you want to instead of because you think it's the social norm that you should be doing Um I like that. I, I think that's real. And I think that's going on in a lot of people's heads that they wouldn't openly admit. Yeah. Right? If you had a real 
good talk with yourself of what is my purpose? What, why am I here? I think that's a really hard question for a lot of people to answer. Sure. Or what am I passionate about? I'll ask people that. I get very weird responses or confused looks. What do you mean passionate? Right. They have zero passion. They stopped having a passion when they turned 13. Yeah. So like life caught up with them. Like I said, the internet, I grew up without the internet. And I think it's better because I didn't have instantaneous information. Like the, like the comedian that said, and I think this is the most profound thing I've ever heard a comedian say, the, the amount of time now that we go from knowing something to not so, knowing something is instantaneous. Whereas in the past, when you had to know something, you didn't know something. It took 30 minutes, an hour, two hours. You went to the library, had to ask your friend. All those things, so that seeking out of that knowledge to kind of process that information, it, it's much more of a refined product when you come to the solution. Well, and the missing element to me as I look at it, being one who hasn't been consistent or persistent, is that there wasn't a whole lot of value in what you've just said placed on the journey from unknowing to knowing. Mm -hmm. um, so that, well, wouldn't it be better if you were just able to acquire that knowledge instantaneously rather than having to search? Because, I mean, all that time that's wasted mm -hmm. in the searching. Oh, really? Wasted? I mean, we've been talking a lot about persistence and hanging mm -hmm. in there and, and struggle um, in order to accomplish something that's of great value. Well, when everything is instantaneous, there is no struggle. Well, and philosophically, how do you think it changes your perspective of how you think should be, how you think things should be progressing in your life? Right. Right. Uh, you, if I can just Google anything I want to, and now there's so much information that there's a complete void of understanding. So all these engineers that I thought, all these companies that I thought would be popping up on home automation, and this may just be because it's not a good market. I don't know. My gut feeling is from the engineers that I've talked to over the course of my entire career have gotten lazier and way more defeatist. They see Apple, Google, Samsung, and they say, uh, all is lost. I can't compete in that market. Why? Because those are billion-dollar companies. Billion-dollar companies go out of business too, yep. right? But that's a lack of understanding of your uniqueness, and I feel that is being lost. And a lot of people won't do something won't even get off the couch to go do something because they feel that they've already lost based that they're not based on the fact that they perceive in their mind I'm not top 1%. Sure. Therefore I can't accomplish that. Therefore I can't do the same things that Elon Musk does because of this. Because of that like like I said going from the knowing to no, from not knowing to knowing you associate that and you start to project that on other things that are happening in your life that just take time takes time for a relationship to grow whereas you know just like programming it takes time to learn programming and do better you can't just go to a boot camp a lot of people are not going to like this but i don't know who's listening so i don't really care you can't go to a boot camp for four weeks and know everything that i know over the course of 20 years never going to happen why because it's experience sure right even i could break it down for you and go over every single thing I'm still going to be able to outperform you because I've been there and I've done it, right? I didn't read about Paris. I went there. 
is a big difference. Mm-hmm. And so with that mentality and, and guarding against having that mentality with how you approach things in your life, and I think that's where a lot of us have struggles because it's like, why isn't the book written? Because I can just Google something and it's done. As opposed to well, writing a book takes a long time. Maybe the time that it's taking you to write this book is not an exorbitant amount of time. Have you ever thought of that? Maybe it takes 20 years to sure. write a book. Yeah, that's true. Well, and, and uh, I guess one of the images that I've always kind of thought about when I think about not having asked the hard questions, not having really exercised yourself in trying to find a solution to the point where you're really hurting. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the image that came to my mind was until your head is bouncing against the ceiling, you really never know where your limit is. Yes. And and um, and so pushing yourself mm-hmm. is really is really there's no other way of getting there. You have to push yourself to get to that point. And um, the instantaneous, the instant gratification, the uh, the the trying to find the the path of least resistance mm-hmm. um, or the perfect thing or how to do this in the perfect amount of time and right. think about like how we grew up right it it's pales in compare not pales in comparison but it's completely different like if you would have asked my great grandmother well I'm going to try to start a business and get it off the ground in two weeks she would be like, uh, that's not how it works, right? The crops have to grow. The harvest has to come. And then you do the harvest. Not faster, better, quicker. Faster, better, quicker isn't always the best solution for a quality thing in your life. And I think one of the best examples to reflect back on is the fact that relationships, for as long as man's been on the face of the earth, have always taken lots of time lots of nurturing, mm-hmm. and they couldn't be microwaved. Mm-mm. If you want a good relationship with somebody, it does take time, it does take effort, it takes sacrifice. Um, there's no shortcuts. Mm-hmm. And really, as a human being, you know, as wisdom kind of uh, comes your way, you realize that the relationships really, in the end, were the most important things of all anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not about what you would call achievements in, in some people's book about, you know, building a, a better mousetrap or whatever. Those are all good things, and they give you a certain sense of satisfaction. But you look at all that minus relationships, which a lot of people have in the end, sacrifice relationships in order to build that better mousetrap, and found that that uh, the glory just wasn't as mm-hmm. uh, satisfying in the end once they've gotten to the top yes um people relationships have always been much more important well in the journey too like being present in the moment enjoying the journey that you're going through maybe when i build this company it's doing a million dollars a year maybe i get bored maybe the only thing that's really titillating about the experience is the journey of it well and that's what you've been saying a number of times here that what is like the podcast, what's the most valuable thing of, of the podcast? Well, it's the same thing as what you're talking about with the journey. It's what what 
what's been created in you, how you've grown, how you've matured, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how you've developed. Not so much the product. I mean, you can use that as some type of measuring tools about you know how far you've come. But in the end, it always comes back to you. And, and what is what have all these things done? How have they changed you? How have they made you better? That's really that's really the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, for me, I I'm going to um, like I said, I, I had this uh, great time with my friend. Um, is that going to be a weekly thing, or is that kind of whenever? Um, we haven't really established meeting weekly necessarily, um, but what I am going to do is I'm going to uh, have him read some of the things that I'm writing okay. um, and get together and talk about some things. I think that's going to help a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm becoming more and more convinced of the need for getting better organized with my time. I'm hurting at work and at my writing and other things because I, I haven't been working as hard as I should on, on just being better organized with my time. Mm-hmm. And, and quite frankly, I'm starting to forget things at times that kind of bothers me. And I don't know if that's because I'm too busy or just losing brain cells. It's I'm not. not sure what. I, I have to... I'm the same way. My memory is perfect. But I still forget a bunch of stuff. So whenever something important comes out, I like write it down or I email it to myself immediately because see, I know I'll forget. You've developed the the tools, and I, I need to do that too. You know, you've used the tools that are available. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a, a you know scheduler or calendar, whatever you're using, um, and learning to rely on that for, especially the the. Um, the excessive number of things that you have to keep in mind, mm-hmm. the planning, uh, something you can go back and refer to rather than having to hold those things in your head. I've held too many things in my head too many times, and uh, and there's just, I can't continue to do that. So. Yeah, and it's not that you won't remember it, it's just that you won't remember it at the correct time, or it'll be too late, or, but like I said, I have to do it all the time. I used Todoist, which I think is a company that Google bought. So that's how I do my to-dos every day. So like you, you line them up like to-dos. You can schedule the times that they'll be on, and then you mark them off. It just makes it a lot easier to... Because I have a lot of irons in the fire. So it's And I do it for work, too. For work, I just use my calendar. Which seems... To, someone tried to schedule a meeting with me the other day, and they were like, oh my god, do you really have three and a half hours of straight meetings? Because it doesn't show what it is. It just shows that I'm blocked off. I was like, uh, no, that's how I do work. Like, what? Teach his own. Like, I just make calendar events for, you're going to work on this for 30 minutes, then you're going to do this for an hour. It doesn't always happen, but at least it keeps it at the forefront of my mind. (laughs) That's good. So what are you going to be doing this week? So I'll do more stuff on the chip. Um, I'm going to try to find what the port is to connect the other chip. So, and then get those talking and then hopefully you know do a card pass where it beeps or it shows i can see output the cool thing is it's connected so it has what's called an interactive development environment and so that it's connected to the board so i can see various activity on ports and things like that so then with the other chip um you know seeing how it needs to be powered can it be powered off the line that goes to it like you would with a usb so um, 
I'll work on connecting those. And then if I can get, if I can beep it, and then next week I'll work on extending range because that's going to be a different issue. Good. But, and, the, and then realm. I need to get back. Uh, actually trying to hit all five things that I need to do at least two or three days during the week consistently. But it's getting better. Good. That's good to hear. So that's it. All righty. Bye. See ya.